Hello and welcome to the Body Surf Podcast with your budgie boys, just Tim this week as Oe is still in isolation somewhere up the central coast. Filling in my co-host for this evening, it's Luke Brabot. How you doing, mate? Mate, it's an absolute pleasure to be here in Oe's seat and if he doesn't come home quick, I think I might make myself pretty comfortable, I think. <laughs> well, you know, he's gone away to try and stay safe in this very, very unusual time. Now, the coronavirus has affected all of us how has it been affecting you it's uh it affected me pretty good i think or bad whichever way you want to look at it i lost both my jobs on the monday with that it all got uh, closed down which is a bit unfortunate but that's okay um obviously uh bound more to the house now except for the essential services Mm -hmm. um which means that I guess my girlfriend sees a lot more of me than she normally does uh for starters which i'm not sure is a good thing um but in saying that, hey, we make the boat the most of it. So get get my swim in early in the morning, um, before anyone's really about, and the, and the beaches get hit and get out of there and and start your day. So I've got a few passion projects I'm working on at the moment. So mm. unfortunately, not getting as many womps as we'd like, yeah. but. In saying that, I think the more we uh, stay inside and abide by the rules, the quicker this will all be over. Exactly right. Now, the beaches are still technically open. We've been advised to go for a walk and jump in for a swim if you need some exercise. However, not to loiter around the beach, not to go and have a sunbake. Um, have you still been going to the beach regularly? So I have been doing a, uh, a swim um, early in the morning. Uh, just to roll the shoulders over and, and to get some exercise in um, in the ocean, but it's it's in and it's out. So under half an hour trying for and and really do it before any sort of, uh, I guess, any sort of public congregation uh, has any sort of potential. So I think the thing to do, and it's, it's the important thing, is not to loiter because generally mm. one seagull with – with a chip will attract another hundred seagulls. So I think it's if you are going to do it, I think it's get in, get out, and 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 you know go do your stuff that you need to do at home. Absolutely. Um, now a few weeks ago, you actually called into the show because numbers at Bait Bay Body Bashers meet up on a Sunday morning were down. Now this was sort of before the coronavirus had hit. Was there any reason for those numbers to dwindle the way they did? Oh, I think that our, our Bait Bay Body Bashers are, are pretty keen followers of world events and we're obviously following the Chinese and how that was uh, falling pretty quick with the virus. So I think we were ahead of the trend there. Mm. Um, and so we decided to uh, set the example. Uh, which our honorary uh, member Scott Morrison took to the next level and just decided to uh, put it into legislation. No, but in all seriousness, <laughs> I think that, oh, look, some of our founding members have, have found love. Some of our founding members have uh, moved on to to other areas. People are traveling on weekends and that sort of thing. And this is what happens. It, it comes in floods and droughts and People just needed to to do other things on a Sunday morning, but hey, we are still there. Um, once this once this uh, isolation is lifted, yeah, and 
As yeah, always keen for a little Sunday morning dip, no matter what the conditions. So, absolutely. Now, I want to get into the origins of the Bait Bay Body Bashers. Now, you are probably the biggest body surfing club in Australia, if not the world. A few of your mates have actually tuned in. They're watching now. A shout out to Patty, uh, who's a a big time member of the body surfing community, and also the Bait Bay Body Bashers. He he's actually been rumored to you know jump ship every oh, now. And uh, I know they call him the wind because he changes <laughs> we would love to have him but he's an absolute legend and he has been competing with you for a long time yes. um now you were telling me just before that your numbers are, are up to well over 100 members that's correct so we're at uh, member number 133 shivers um who is uh coincidentally we're scheduled to go to the Olympics this year. Right. But uh, due to, obviously, current events, yeah. uh, we'll have to just wait another year. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a, a great uh, story since we started in 2016 uh, where we initially formed the club purely to bring my brother Nick Brabot home. Right. Um, we never knew that body surfing clubs existed. And when my brother was approached by the ESBS to, to ride with them – yeah. Uh, we, we took it firstly as a joke until we found out that was serious and thought, well, we can't have that. Mm. So we set up our own club yeah. and we had a, held a press conference at Allura Beach <laughs> um, and we had people coming in from all over the world tuning in and, and we brought we brought Nick home and that's how the Bait Bay Body Bashers started. Right. So um, we were also talking about the founding members in which you are one of them. What what number does Nick rank in oh, the, Nick, the club? I, I believe Nick is number 14. Right. And I'm right. happy to stand corrected, but I'm fairly certain he's 14. Now you are a technically the number two member. That's Number three, number oh, three, sorry, number three. But this was decided by sort of just, uh, just pulling straws. Yeah, essentially. So we had the first four members for our first official meetup, mm-hmm. uh, which was myself, uh, Matt Schwaghofer, a.k.a. The Mud Shark, Keelan Tracy, a.k.a. Grayscale or Noodles, yep. and Dylan Turner, a.k.a. The Outlaw, who we hosted our first little meetup officially. And documented that on Instagram. And we needed to have a number one. So we simply drew straws. Yeah. And the outlaw, Dylan Turner, came out number one. Shway, number two. Myself, number three. And Keelan, number four. Yeah, nice. And now those boys are, are still competing with you. They're still turning up to meets regularly. Um, with this whole coronavirus thing happening, um, we've been told that possibly some events are not going to happen this year. Um, w- were you hoping to sort of compete at Wompoff heading down south. Um, I think you guys have one of the hardest tasks when competing at Wompoff. Wompoff um, have put in some restrictions on, on how many people can compete in a team and, and um, last year it was capped at 10. You have over 100 members so it must be hard putting your top 10 together. It, it is tough. It is tough but I think um, we, we've won our Wompoff which is uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice to say. Yeah. Uh, albeit I, I think that was the biggest surprise I've ever had in my life. Yeah. But uh, I also, as much as the restrictions are there, it's also there to grow the sport and grow other clubs. Mm-hmm. And I think last year where we were able to have members competing for different teams to help out, I think that was yeah. that was really, really nice to see um, as a founding member to actually see 
people helping each other out and, yeah. and allowing other teams to enjoy the day as well. Because I think it's great that you have, you know, teams from all over the country, all over the world. And you know what? If you need help from a mate, a mate will be there for you. So. Well, yeah, we, we actually uh, we got a bit of a hand, really, from some of the Bay Bays. Layla and Troy helped us out, um, which was incredible. And, yeah, no, they really stepped up on the day and gave us a bit of a boost. Um, however, yes, let's talk about that 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 day, the the most historic day in probably Bay Bays history of, of you guys taking out the title of Wompoff. Now, it was two or three years ago? 2000 and. Oh, 17. Yep, I and think. it was it was down south. It was down south. It was at uh, oh, what is it? Um, not th- Thrall. Yeah, is it Thrall? I don't know. Woofo told me where it was last oh, week. I think it, um, I've, it, it slipped my tongue. But um, oh, Austin Mir. That's right. That's right. Austin Mir. And um, you, now was this? This was. This might have been the first womp off. This uh, no, that was second? the second, second womp off. Second womp off. So you guys took out the top spot. We did, which meant we were able to bring womp off to Cronulla, which was incredible to have it here. And that was the first time the Budgie Boys actually competed. Um, you know, it was great to compete at our home ground, thanks to you guys bringing it home. But um. That day was interesting, wasn't it? So oh, it was great. Cronulla. It was oh, well, yeah, Lake Cronulla, as it's <laughs> been uh, labelled. Well, another question I wanted to ask you is why Gate Eight? Where you, you guys meet up at Wanda every Sunday morning? That's correct. Why did you decide to to make that your home ground? Oh, I think it's it's fairly consistent in the Cronulla Beach, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, the Bay that is, um, and Gate Eight ample parking. You're away from the surf clubs as well. So you have, if the nippers turn up early or the surf boats, you're out of their way. Mm. Um, and it's a, it's just a nice little congregate, congregating area that you can kind of meet up there. We started there initially purely on wave consistency. Yeah. Um, and then it's just kind of developed into, uh, let's make it simple. Let's make it easy for people. And, and that's what we've done. So, you know, you do have gate eight. Um, the Champions Gate, as many people call it, and and they just know that it's Sunday seven thirty Gate Eight. It's yeah. just, you know it's got the same ring about it as going to church on a Sunday. So yeah. it that's why we have Gate Eight. It's it's started with consistency, and then it just developed into this is this is us. Now I've I've actually attended two of your meets. Yes. Uh, one, the first time I came, I was actually sent on a bit of a spy mis- mission to, to see what you guys were up to. I don't think you actually spotted me. You may have. <laughs> I was just sort of floating around doing some little spins here and there. Um, it was again a lovely flat day at Wanda Beach. And then recently, I came and had a swim with you, and it was a pretty good turnout. I yep. was um, putting my hand up for wave of the the sesh wave of the meet um i'm not sure who won that day is that a consistent award that you hand out yes so we we do we do hand out a wave of the day and a girt award which all the kook of the day um (laughs) and we really make uh, an effort Uh, there is always a wave of the day or a or a uh, both awards um and and that's that's just a bit of fun Mm. i mean the committee gets together behind closed doors and, and picks and it's all revealed on Instagram generally an hour and a half later after a, uh, a much enjoyable bacon and egg roll at our favourite loaf um, after every meetup. So it's just, it's one of the little gimmicks that, you know, if it brings a smile to someone's face and every now and then you actually get someone bragging about it and you're like, yeah. mate, you're kidding, right? But, but hey, it brings, it brings happiness to people and that's why we do it. 
Well, um, the thing is, uh, you know, Wanda is super consistent. Yeah, and I think I put my hand up for it a few times. But you actually <laughs> had, a, had a surf by yourself recently because no one rocked up. I and, did. And I don't think you actually got the wave of the day. I don't. No. You didn't award it to yourself when you were the only one in well, running. Well, that, the, the committee, none of the committee were there, I guess. Right. So, so it, is a, it is an official thing. It, it has to be voted on. It has to be voted on. Um, we do have different members that vote on it, but I, that's all I can give you. All right. Now, before we get into your narrative and your backstory into how you got into body surfing, we should pretty quickly just um, touch on the Bait Bay merch. This is a big part of your crew and you guys have stacks of stuff that you can... Can can anyone purchase this gear? Absolutely. Anyone can purchase um, any merchandise they wish with uh, certain conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there are certain bits of merchandise that we like to restrict to members so okay. our navy shirts um be it short sleeve long sleeve or the golf polo yeah um are for members only okay um and that is our members only and for any sponsors right um we're happy to indulge that um uh, but the other the other merchandise so let's say our stubby holders or the socks or um some of their hoodie range, that sort of thing. Obviously, you need to come through uh, myself, my brother Nick, or any of the other executive members. Yep. And as a general rule, we'll allow it. It's yep. just the shirts are for members. All right. Well, um, these are lovely, and these can obviously be purchased by anyone, but you've brought over some Bait Bay, uh, sorry, Bait Bay body bashing socks. Um, you inform me that there's a left and a right. There is sock a left. And, yes, there is a left and a right foot actually designed in the sock it's probably the most comfortable sock i've ever worn in my life mm-hmm. um but yeah we do have the blue and the white and that's that's available to anyone so if you really want to get a hold of a pair just let me know um but once again it's all about you know making it fun and and look it, the thing is with socks if if they're all the same or just a little bit different then it's always hard to match them up together yeah but if you've got them well there's there's no chance of someone else grabbing your socks That's so there's right. a bit of practical element to, to it as well now why the socks it's 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 always hard picking what merch you want and there's not a lot of actual body surfing merch out there besides mm. you know your keels and then maybe a hooded towel there's not much else you need in terms of merch for body surfing so everything else is kind of a luxury it's a luxury it's a social range as yeah. well um, I think it's especially, you know, you guys on the Saturday and you have your shirts and, and you have your really good-looking keels as well mm. um, and you have them. And look, it just brings people together. And so for us, you know, it is, it is all a bit of fun. Yeah. And, and the more we can kind of have a laugh about it. I mean, we've even got golf balls now. So it's um, it's it's pretty cool uh, to, to just be able to give, you know, something, a novelty, a gift or, or to have something, just a little bit novelty. And, you know, whenever we have people from around the world come to, to join, um, even for one swim or whatever, you know, we hook them up with a hat or with something. And then down the track, you know, they'll, they'll go back home and, you know, the, we've got friends in Norway that will take photos, you know, in the fjords with their hat on. <laughs> we had um, my favorite photo of the lot is uh, uh, one of our members, Mark Donaldson, VC. Um, he walked into Buckingham Palace in full military regalia with a bait bait body bashers hat in yeah. his hand and there's a photo of him out the front with his hat on. Nice, so nice. it's it, it's novelty, but then when it 
gets to that level, you're like, hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I think someone uh, shanked one of those Bait Bay golf balls at Woolaware Golf Club because <laughs> one just, yeah, no, veered right off that par five <laughs> and uh, hit me car the other day. Actually. Oh, you're kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. You never put your name on a golf ball no. because no. <laughs> someone's no, no, going to no, find no, it. No, no, no. Um, cool. Well, let's get into your story and how you got involved in body surfing. Stab in the dark, if I was to take a guess, is there some connection with water polo there and is. body surfing? There is. There is. So the whole body surfing experience for myself, along with a lot of the the early Bait Bay members, where we were all water polo players that would train early on a Sunday morning mm. at Sutherland. Yep. And when we'd finish training, we'd, we'd get a uh, chicken wrap yep. from the Willoway Bakery and then hop down to the beach and have a bit of a body bash, not knowing it was a thing. And so we did that. I mean, I'm 28 now. We did that since we were maybe 15, 16. Uh, so a fair while back. And you, saw the, you always saw these lone wolves um, out with a bit of kit, mm. um, the, the, the tea baggers, for example, they've been around you know longer than I've been alive. I think yeah. in, around Wanderway, and we we always had it as a bit of fun, but never knew it was really a thing until Ricky and the ESBS boys tried to get my brother. Yeah, and that's when we went, holy crap, this is this is legitimate. Yeah. So let's uh, let's just get ridiculous about it. So. <laughs> So when did you get ridiculous about it? When did you start buying some gear and start, you know, charging some sort of more interesting or bigger swell? Right, right. Yeah, once again, I'd probably say um, Nick would have been the the pioneer of that. Mm. Um, his first time um, at Cape Salander, I, I would say that opened a lot of our eyes to what you can actually be capable of with body surfing. Yeah. At the same time, um, you had Ricky who, you know, was really the first guy that I saw um, in full kit, I guess, with the fins, with the right hand plane, in a wetsuit um, and and charging some pretty gnarly stuff. So I, I probably put it down to we started to get serious and get our members kind of going, hold on, we, we can actually hit some yeah. serious waves here. I'd probably say uh, it would probably be – maybe six months before we won the Womp Off, yeah. where we just went, huh, this is legitimate, let's give it a go. Yeah, and the thing about you guys, and something I've noticed uh, watching Bait Bay Body Surfers is you guys are very consistent, you guys can catch some decent ways, but you are also tricksters, and you can pull out some stuff out of, the, out of your back pocket, and, and it, you step up for things like Womp Off, mm. and I think that's because you come from this water polo background where you're all very strong, capable swimmers, mm. but also you love mucking around in maybe smaller surfs, yeah. things like Wanda Beach, where, hey, there's not much swell, why don't we try and do some silly stuff? And that, that comes through, uh, especially when you rock up to competitions and there's not much surf, you can pull out all these little tricks. Yeah. Um, did you happen to catch Oe's water polo stunt at Wompoff last year? Oh, I did catch. <laughs> did you like polo. that one? I enjoyed that. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I um, at the end of the day, like you got to you got to make your own fun, and you also got to in competitions where, mm. especially when you have the tricks and that sort of thing, it's like, well, why not do something that no one's ever done before? Because yeah. then you got nothing to measure it against, yeah, you yeah. know, and you're always going to get a good chance of pulling a good score and having a laugh about it um, while it happens. So I think you, if you recall, we had uh, our our president, Matt Schweighofer, um, yes. go full commando from yes. one of the waves, uh, which, look, once again, is a bit of fun, but hey, I think it actually got him some good points. I think so as well. So you've got you to be uh, creative yeah. 
especially on the tricky rides. And and w- being water pyre players, we're scallywags, so yeah, we're. Yeah. And we're used to not wearing much, so yeah. it, it it comes second nature to us that you put us in a cosy and we'll probably we'll do some of our best work. <laughs> now you were mentioning your brother hits up Cape a lot, and he's one of the guys. Um, well, probably him and Ricky and even maybe Spurlo, like they they sort of put that spot on the map for body surfers. Mm. It's definitely a spot I wouldn't have thought about going um, when I started this sport, but now it's something a lot of the budgie boys are talking about doing. Our co-captain Jesse. Um, was able to surf it recently. I think I'm sure oh, we will hit it up soon. Um, but is it something you've ever thought about doing? Have I've, you surfed it? I, I have never surfed it. I'm a Kernel local. Yep. Um, my brother and I used to ride up there on our bikes and watch um, like the dons of surfing hit mm. it when it was on. Um, I remember, I think it was in the, oh, I'm going to say the, about 2011 or 12, it was the the era where Kelly Slater wore the the grey wetsuit. Okay, and they had like one of the first Cape Fear competitions, right. in, and they actually fenced off yeah. Cape Salander, so you couldn't, as a member of the public, go and watch. Wow, and it it was pumping. And my brother and I, being locals, we know our way in yeah. to Cape Salander yeah. pretty well. So we kind of ducked around a few bushes and managed to get in, and we watched some of the best surfing of our wow. lives. Um, at the same time, I've always known Cape Salander as the wave. We used to have Michael Calupo live two doors down from us. Right. And that was when we were young. So we, I've always seen it um, and, and seen it at its best and at its gnarliest. Yeah. Uh, but to think, I've also been spearfishing there and I've also been fishing there. Mm. And look, I'll tell you now, you're not alone in that water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You are not alone. I think one of my, er- my brother's early videos to someone and you see a man in a grey suit riding the wave, and I went, "Nah, no, thank you." But in saying that, I will. I am going to. Uh, I'm going to give it a crack. Soon. Yeah, absolutely. Once this is all over, we'll give it a crack. Yeah. Well, what what are some of the like? I'm, I'm guessing you're you're keen on just surfing locally in Cronulla. Um, are there any other spots that you you've gone to that you really enjoy? Where's sort of the biggest surf you've explored? I I would say the biggest and best body surf I have ever had was at Mystics. Oh, yes. That was sent from above. It was winter time, so it was freezing cold. Yeah. Myself, Dylan Turner, Ando, Cole went down and did a morning pretty much by ourselves. Mm. And we were, it was magnificent. It was, you know, six to eight, these, these lefts that literally look, it felt like you're falling off a building. Yeah. Um, And it was, I would say just the whole experience of Mystics for me, that that was probably – it's the best body surf I've ever had. I've yeah. had some really fun days at uh, Maroubra yep. as well, which on the right swell gets some pumping waves. Oh, yeah. Um, out at Voodoo as well. Oh, cool. I've got a nice little reminder on my knee about Voodoo, um, which I got probably two years ago now, and it's still like this, this, this big scar down my leg yeah. where my brother, myself, Dill, and Ricky were out. Cool. And one of the first waves, I just hit a rock bad and just split my knee open. Shivers. And I was like, far out. But it was the surf was amazing. And we kept going, kept going, kept going until the point where one of the boys got a wave <laughs> and then hit it well and then stood up on the reef. Yeah. And we could see kneecap and we went, all right, guys, that's enough. Yep, yep, We've got yep. we to get out. As a, as a local uh, Cornelian, uh, do you explore those those reefs a fair bit? I, uh, not as much as I'd like, but the times I have been out there, it's been, it's been fun. 
Like it's yeah. a different wave. Yeah. It's a really different wave. You know, you when you're used to your sand breaks, you know, these things build. Yeah. Um, but and you'll see it when you're out at island or at the point mm. or those reefs out there, it just it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. So your whole positioning as to your takeoff is a completely different spot. So, you know, with a especially if you're a good swimmer or kicker, mm. you know, you can really build on a beach wave, but you need to know your spot on the reef. Absolutely. Um, going back to Mystics, that's actually one of my favourite breaks as well. However, we've got to be careful what we say about it because the South Coast body servers don't like us talking about it too much. I don't know why because it's a pretty well-known spot. I would think so too. You know, it's, anyway. on, it's on the map. Yeah. Um, but... I was keen to sort of take Womp off there. Uh, however, it isn't far south enough for Ricky. Ricky wants to take it further and try and help somewhere um, that's been affected by bushfires. Mm-hmm. However, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Womp off. Ricky's going to hopefully come on the show and make a comment soon. Um, but yeah, I, I'm keen to go anywhere. And for the Bay, Bay Boys, it's just a, a short car ride away. You know, we're so lucky to live in Sydney and live in the, um, you know, the south side of Sydney, really. We can just head down south whenever we want. Yeah. And explore these amazing beaches, and something the Bay, Bay uh, sorry, the Budgie Boys are doing is we we sort of check what the swells like and go, hey, why don't we go Stanley? Why don't we go Wollongong? Why don't we check down south rather than go to Cronulla this morning? Mm. Now you pro- guys probably don't have that luxury because you have a lot of people relying on you to to meet up That's at the same correct. place That's every correct. every Sunday. Yeah. You were telling me the most important part, and boy, you guys love a photo, but you were saying the most important part of your catch-ups is putting your Instagram post up every Sunday. Yeah. And that's purely just to get people along. Exactly right. It's to encourage non-body surfers and mm. people who are looking for community or looking for someone to, uh, or a group of people who are like-minded and enjoy the water, um, to get them to come down and don't be shy. Um, and that's really important, um, a really important sort of credo that we run in the club yeah. um, is to actually have you know a diverse bunch of people you know if you're 70 if you're 10 if mm. you're a woman man it doesn't matter it does not matter you know we, we're happy to have anyone and if you want to learn we'll teach you yeah. if you don't want to learn that's fine mm. if you want to you know if you want to wear the best kit no problem if you just want to hop in your sluggos and <laughs> have a bit of a bit of fun that's okay too yeah. so th- i think for us it it's all about community and it's about inviting people in. Absolutely, man. Now, while we're talking about your you know, origin story and you were telling us about how um, Ricky definitely helped you guys get involved and your brother was sort of taking you – your brother was being wooed by mm. the boys from the East, but you eventually started your own club. Um, when you started to get serious, what did you start gathering in terms of gear? What's in your floppy bucket now? Wow, so my floppy bucket – I don't actually have a floppy bucket. I've got the uh, the silver bullet, which is my car, and that boot is dominated by fins and oh, airplanes. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I um I rely on war. I war is for me the, my first ever hand plane from from war was a it was a a, a fish Oregon mm-hmm. which doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, and I kid you not, that was like the elder one of hand planes for me. That was the best hand plane I have ever used, and I lost it. I lost it in bad surf oh, no. at Windy Point. Oh yes, um, <laughs> and I yeah I look I just wore it and I looked at it on the rock I couldn't find the bludger, but it was the best hand plane I've ever had. Yeah. Um, so but moving on to uh, we actually got given a hand plane 
by Ricky and wore when we won the Womp Off. Oh, yes, yeah. And with our little body, uh, Bait Bay Body Basher stamp at the bottom, which yeah, is pretty cool. Yeah, he's cool. Um, and now I'm on the Bad Fish. Yep. So yeah, I really yeah. enjoy the Bad Fish. Uh, I just think it's very practical. It, it just sits nice. Um, and me being a heavier guy, it, it does take the weight really well. Yes. Um, and then downstairs, we're rocking, of course, we're rocking the keels. So Absolutely. the BBB keels. And I've got. Um, I've got more cozies than I've had hot dinners through water polo. So, but the keels are good, really, really good. I highly recommend the whole. I don't mean to bag Budgie Smuggler, but Jesus, what a terrible product! <laughs> <laughs> well, what I, 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 you know, Budgie's—they're—they're they're all about the look. They are. They're not going to stay on. No. If you catch a wave, they're coming right That's off. That's right. They—they they loosen up over time. Where my kills are getting stronger with age. Yeah. They—they're becoming a part of me. <laughs> they, they're so <laughs> snug. Um. So yeah, I absolutely endorse kills, and you know, wave of the week uh, sponsor uh, sponsored by Kill, and we should get back onto that soon once Oe sorted out his life. Um. But. I don't know what he's up to lately. That guy's a, a total mess. Um, I was telling you before, you know, we were trying to work out what to do with OE in isolation, and you were sort of saying, "Mate, I'll just, I'll just take over. We don't need him at all." And Mate, shots fired, Oe. We'll see. We'll shots see. Shots fired. We'll see if he comes <laughs> back for between the sets. New is next week. I'm not sure what he's doing, but you know, his life is is just very, very messy right now. Yeah, it's like you know, he's never he's never been through a pandemic before. Well, well yeah, I know, <laughs> rookie. <huh? laughs> Kids these days. <laughs> so you've got, and then the fins. What the sort fins, of fins so I I switch between um, my dar fins. Yep. Which I just think for big waves, um, and for for that to propel onto the waves, I, I think they're unmatchable. They're brilliant, brilliant fins. Yeah, um, yeah. And then I do also have a pair of Vipers as well, okay. which were kindly sent to me yeah. by Viper. Yeah, cool. And so for the smaller waves, I. I'm happy to double with them. They're just a little bit more comfortable on the feet. I've got a naturally wide foot, so the defends, yeah. after a while, take a bit of a toll on the um, the fat man's foot. But in saying that, I think um, you can use both. But for me, as a general rule, I run with a defend. Now, we've opened up the lines here tonight and we've asked a few people to send through messages and ask you questions. Uh, a lot of the Bay, Bay boys wanted to stitch you up and I said, no, nah, not going to have it. Luke's coming on as a guest. We're going to treat him with the dignity and respect he deserves. <laughs> However, I need to ask you about one thing and uh, this has got sent through to me and it's all it is is a hashtag. So it's a trending hashtag and it's hashtag barbecue chook. Do you, do you have any idea what that that's no. in? I believe it might be a reference to some sort of fake tan product. Oh, um, yeah. So do you know who sent this through? I do know who sent that through. <laughs> who was um, it, Luke? <laughs> uh, I believe that was at InstaBulk because he uh, certainly enjoys talking about my uh, endeavours. Um, <laughs> not to mention the other person who I will not name, um, but... Uh, for those BU members that do know nicknames, his nickname is the Manatee, so <laughs> okay. you can work it out. Um, but yeah, look, sometimes you know if, if there's more than one use for most products, like a WD40, and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I'm not giving you any more. <laughs> I have no idea what that means, but it sounds very innuendo-y. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we open up the phone lines? I'm not sure, sure if this is going to work, but if you want to get in touch with us, give us a call on Instagram right now. We're going live on YouTube. Um, so if you're watching on YouTube, give us a call on Instagram and we'll try and get you guys 
happening um, on on the podcast. So if you've got any questions for Luke or if you want to stir him up or if you want to shout out Baba Booey, we'll take your calls live now. Um, so, yeah, just video chat us here on um, on at Budgie Boys. Now, Owie's given me access to the Instagram. I'm not very good with social media. So we'll see how this goes. People may have already tried the call, but I just I don't know how to use this thing. Instagram. (laughs) Cool. What a world we live in. It's crazy. It's crazy what you can do. Now you were doing some zoomies tonight, weren't you? I was. I was. So a bit of a cross promotion here. We were uh, (laughs) earlier on this evening. We had our uh, BUE member and good friend Nick Watkins, who's actually running a COVID cravings segment on Instagram on his, and which is essentially a vote for. Um, the things you miss most or you're going to miss most about mm. um, the COVID uh, crisis, I guess. And so things like, you know, whether you will miss the most, maybe going to a cafe or or live sport or whatever it may be. And we just finished the first round of voting. Um, so we had a bit of a live panel discussion regarding that. Right. So next week is the next round. So cool. you'll see the things post up on uh, Watto's Instagram. So give him a follow at nickwatto31. And you can vote and we'll have a big chat about it on his Instagram next, I believe it might be Saturday morning, but but check local guides for further details. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, I believe we've got someone on the phone right now. Who have we got there? Hello. Uh, listen, I'm not copying this. I'm not copying it at all, Timmy. Copying what, mate? I'm not I'm not I'm not copying I'm not copying any of this garbage coming from you and the boy over there. <laughs> I, I, I've just, I've had it up to here. I'll I, I sit back. I'm in isolation. I'm trying to do my bit for society as a whole. And I just get whacked behind the back of the ear for doing nothing. I'm just trying my best. Well, mate, don't tell me that you're, you're, you're living a hard life. I've seen you out and about in the Central Coast having the time of your life. You're getting the, the mulch going. You're getting the compost going. You're going for surfs. You're hanging out with your miso. You're eating great food. This is a little mini staycation for you. It's not isolation. It's a staycation. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right there. You're right there, Tim. I'm, uh, I am actually quite enjoying my time <laughs> up here. I, I'm missing. I'm missing the the Body Surf Podcast family, though. It really upsets me that I can't be there tonight. Uh, I'm getting a bit emotional, actually. Um, uh, I, I did want to. I did want to say, uh, Luke, we we had a really good time at the Blind Bear not too long ago. Oh yeah. Um, yes, yes. Now, now we were kind of going drink for drink there for a while. Where had you been that night? Where had I been? Oh. You came charging in pretty hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, I had been up at the RSL punting all afternoon. I think this sounds like a JD's into blind... No, stop, hold that. Yeah, it was a JD's into blind bear. So you, you're you're scouting some cougars and then no, you decided to allowed, come on mate, over. Not allowed. I'm, <laughs> I'm happily taken. Um, but no, I was at JD's just doing a few arm curls with... Um, <laughs> A couple of libations and look, Jay, I am very comfortable at JD's. I okay. just, yeah, I I get my steak there and I get my Carlton dry and <laughs> I thought, you know what, I need something sweet just to finish off the evening and 
I think after about a couple of dozen schooners turned up at the bear and yeah. there you guys were and we, we exchanged a, a few drinks and that was lovely as well. Oh, I yeah. really enjoyed that. Yeah, we were we were pretty toasted. We we had a big day. I think it was a there was some it was a it was Australia Day or something, wasn't it? it was yeah, like, there was some it was some occasion. We had it a long weekend. <laughs> yes, so yes, so yes. Owie and I yeah put a few to bed and, and, and uh just went for gold because we didn't have to go to work, I guess, for a while. But the, I'll tell you what, I, I'm missing a tap beer, Owie. I could definitely rip the head off a few, eh? Yeah, well, you're dead right there, Timmy. Now, I, I'm I'm heavily missing it. You know what I've even started doing? I've started pouring bottled beer into <laughs> beer glasses. Yeah, put, put, <laughs> putting, putting your glass in the freezer for about five minutes and then just, yeah, capping one. Lovely. Yeah, that's right. Now, now um, how, how is it down there in Sydney? Because up here in the commune, it's, I'm really enjoying it. We're kind of away <laughs> from everything. We can still go to the beach. Fun fact, actually. Someone got bitten by a shark oh. at Womberall Beach today. Shivers, Jesus! They're and I was I was swimming there yesterday. Oh wow, are they all right? Uh, yeah, they're okay. I uh, I heard that they just been bitten on the hand. Okay. Um, haven't haven't lost uh, an arm or anything, but it's pretty pretty freaky when you uh when you're swimming at a beach. Absolutely. And then the next minute, shark takes over. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, we, I'm really, I'm really enjoying it up here, guys, and uh, just checking in, making sure you're doing everything good. I'm actually happy with you, Tim. You've got the phones working tonight and the chats on. Yeah, I actually like at the start of the podcast. I don't know if you noticed, I was trying to work out how to get the chat going because it always stuffs up. I don't know why, but yeah, the phones are working. Everything's working tonight. It's been good. That's good. All right. Well, I'll get off the phone. Hopefully, we get some other callers through tonight. There's a- a lot of chat on the um, heaps on the of chat, chat. flying, so, isn't it? Uh, I, I reckon, yeah, I reckon we get some uh, of your mates, Nick, uh, through to the podcast and give you a little bit of a rev up. What do you reckon? <laughs> uh, we'll ignore that Freudian slip. <laughs> oh, look, don't worry, my mother does the same thing. <laughs> well, there's there's three of you, and you all look eerily similar. Do you think? Well, Nick and yourself look pretty close, and then your younger brother. Yeah, he, how old is your youngest? The youngest is nine. Oh, he's just finished 19, school. Yeah, just yeah, finished school. So just turned just turned eighteen. So yeah. he um he's going all right. He's going all right. The young pup. So the pebble, as he's known. <laughs> um, but because yeah, it's I'm I think I'm the rock. My brother's the boulder, and he's Mark's the, the pebble. pebble. <laughs> <laughs> now is he interested in body surfing? He does body surf. Yeah? He does body surf. Yes, yes, absolutely. He uh he enjoys a, a womp every now and then and and he sticks to the smaller stuff, but insane. He's a very good swimmer as well, so he's he's pretty comfortable out in the ocean. Water polo player as well? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Not anymore, but played all through um until he was eighteen. Yeah, so. yeah. Now was water polo a school sport for you when you were starting? It out? started as a club sport, yeah. so with Cronulla. Yeah. So I think I started when I was ten mm-hmm. or uh, yeah, ten. Um and then I just where I happened to go to school at Waverley. We yeah. also played water polo yeah, there, yeah, but yeah. it's always been a club thing. Yeah. Um which is been really good it's taken me around the world with some of my best mates Absolutely. so it's been pretty good and we should just shout out someone's listening uh, to us online now captain cookman one of the best water polo commentators in the game have you ever seen him call a game i have never heard him call oh. a game but i think We'd love to invite him yeah, down yeah. to the Shark Tank and he can share a microphone with me because that could be pretty deadly. I think he has caught some games out wow, here. Yeah. fantastic. He's, he's very, very good. Anywho, uh, I hope you guys are doing all right. I know it's a very, very interesting time to be alive. 
We can still womp. That's the good news. We can still go to the beach yeah. for now. Some beaches have been closed. I know Manly closed recently, but yeah. they reopened it. Um, it seems like a lot of the issues are with those bigger beaches, so Bondi and the eastern suburbs, but there has been no issues at Cronulla. Um, however, say if, uh, if, if Cronulla does shut for some reason, if they ramp up the lockdown, maybe it's a time for us to start exploring some other places. And, you know, Luke is a, a local Cronulla boy and he can tell you a lot of stories about some of the fun, sucky, reefy breaks out there that will definitely put some hairs on your chest. So Mm -hmm. if you want to go and explore some fun beaches, maybe now's the time to do it because... You know, we can't really go to, to Bondi. We can't really go to Maroubra. We can't really go to Manly. But, hey, you can go to Suck Rock. You can go to Reef 1 or Reef 2. You can go to Cape. No one's going to stop you going to Cape. Yeah. But um, if you are going to those places, can I recommend going with some mates? Because it, it can get a bit heavy. Yeah, yeah. We've even had an incident where someone got injured before getting into the water. He stepped on a metal pole and got a, <laughs> got a pole through the foot and we had to Jeez. take him to hospital. So it's not always the rocks and the reef that are going to cut you apart. you just got to be careful for when you explore those places. Um, but I think that will do us, man. It's been a lot of fun. I'm not sure what's going to happen over the next few weeks. I'm hoping to do a Between the Sets episode next week with Oe. Uh, we might have to do that via satellite. We might have to get the old Zoom out or Skype or something like that, get the old ISDN line fired up. Um, but for now, we've got to get out of here. Do it again real soon. Uh, Lukey boy, do you know the sign-off? Oh, it's always overhead when you're body surfing. Yeah, well done. Yeah. <laughs> Catch you later. Bye.